0: Welcome everyone to Neo Reality Collective. I'm your host Eric Brown. Back again. Had to focus, had to be on break for a little bit, but we're back. We're not really talking much about news this week and whatnot. We're talking about one piece of news that was very important for a lot of people in the world of comics, at least. Hickman is leaving X Men. I don't know how much longer I can go with that. <sighs> Yep, Entertainment Weekly came out as part of their big interview that, with Hickman, Jonathan Hickman, the head of X, that, yeah, they are, he is departing the X-Men line after his upcoming Inferno miniseries wraps up. So, yeah. Hickman tells Entertainment Weekly that his initial plan for the X Line has been massively expanded thanks to the contributions from other writers and artists who came in to write the comics alongside him, such as Gary Duggan, Al Ewing, T.E. Howard, Benjamin Percy, Seb Super, Seb Wells, Leon Williams, and more. And Hickman goes ahead and says in his interview, say, Oh, plans have changed entirely. When I pitched the X-Men story I wanted to do, I pitched a very big, very broad, three-act, three-event narrative, the first of which was House of X, and while this loosely worked as a three-year plan, I told Marvel up front that I honestly had no idea how long the first part would last because there were a lot of interesting ideas that I had seeded that other creators would want to play with. So we left this rather open-ended. I was also pretty clear with all the writers that I came to the office with what the initial three-act plan was, so no one would be surprised when it was time for the line to pivot. Hickman continues. So we're going to cover this interview part and then I'll go in the second half of this video or podcast to explain the second half to give my thoughts on it. However, I also knew that I was cooking with a dynamite, and it was very possible that what I had written in House of X and the, the ideas contained within it was not actually the first act of a three-act story, but something that resonated more deeply and worked more like a giant-sized X-Men, where it would represent a paradigm shift in the entire line of X-Men, and for a prolonged period of time so during the pandemic when the time came for me to start pointing things toward things toward writing the second act event i asked everyone if they were ready for, for me to do that and to a man everyone wanted to stay in the first act it was really interesting because i appreciate that house of acts resonated with them to the extent that they didn't want it to end but the reality was that i knew i would be leaving the line early as so Hickman has slowly been bowing out. The flagship X Men comics, which Hickman had been running since House of X and Powers of X, concluded in fall 2019, was recently relaunched by Duggan and Lorenz. The current New Mutants book, which was originally co written by Hick- Hickman and Ed Burson and was taken over last year by Alea, the artist Rodriguez remained. Though last week, Hickman and other high profile comic creators, and as they were beginning new projects on Substack, But though the timing matches up, these aren't exactly closely related. Hickman will continue working at Marvel even as he launches Three Moons, Three Worlds with artists Mike Delamundo and Mike Huddleston. He just won't be writing monthly mutant comics for a while. So, this is what he also says. Marvel doesn't really pay me to just write ongoing monthly books. There is an exception for me to write bigger books that have a variety of reach reach than that. Hickman tells EW, in an effort to facilitate both things, we spent all the last six months or so re the line, me creating Inferno to assist with that, and bringing in some new rights to add to the existing team, Then plan for the next several years of Xbox. So after Inferno, I will be leaving to go work on my next big Marvel thing and starting January, the X-Line World Rocket 4 is starting with a new weekly series that leads into a very cool refocus line of books. Yes, it's taken us a little while to get everything assembled correctly, but the end result, everything that's coming out to Inferno, is going to be pretty great. So, yeah. So there were some teasers that were released around this time where... They're hinting that there's more to this Inferno event, and they use teasers from the previous Inferno event as a reference for it, where they go with Xavier, Emma Frost, Magneto, our leaders can't be trusted. Mystique, Mora, Metagra, and Destiny, our enemies can't be trusted. Colossus, Psylocke, and Bishop, our allies can't be trusted. Basically, the idea is trust no one. So get ready for that excitement. So, yeah. Hickman is leaving the X line now. I don't he doesn't really he doesn't say he's leaving the X-Men comics It does suggest that he's still gonna be the head of X. I don't know if that's the case but we're doing some double-checking on this but Hickman and going ahead and abdicating his position and uh, Hickman seems to still be somewhat connected with all this but yeah so this is going to lead to a weekly X-Men event that will will lead into another X-Men line rewatch. As for Hickman, he's moving on to his next big Marvel project. So, yeah, that's the interview that he gave to Entertainment Weekly. So those were my interpreted thoughts on that. Let's I'll get into the to my to the inter- I talked about the interview. So let's so let's go into the commercial break and then we'll get back to you guys with the second part of this conclusion and talk about really much of the details of the wide of the wider implications that were made in this interview. Take care. Welcome back everyone. So yeah. Let's dig really deep into this and give a proper analysis of this interview regarding Hickman's departure from the X-Line. Our plans have changed entirely. When I pitched the X-Men story I wanted to do, I pitched a very big, very broad three-act, three-event narrative. The first of which was House of X. While this loosely worked as a three-year plan, I told Marvel up front that I had honestly had no idea how long the first part would last because there were a lot of interesting ideas that I had seeded that other creators want to play with, and so we left this rat open-ended. I was pretty clear of all the writers that came into the office th- what the initial three-act plan was, so no one would be surprised when it was time for the, for the line to pivot. So, if I had to to decipher everything that was going on here, Hickman was the head of X, as in everything that went. While there were editors, there were continuity editors, there were directors on this. It ultimately came down to Hickman of what he exactly wanted to do with the X books and how they story sh- story beats that connected all this in order to get to the next big event, what it all pivot out to. But. However, he did not give a rather massively detailed thing, he more like pitched the in-betweens in- that leads into it. So he would have House of X, Powers of Ten. he would have Sword of 10, Ten of Swords, and then he would have Inferno. Or, it seems like Ten of Swords wasn't the second event of the three year plan, I- I'm not 100% certain on that, and the pandemic changed certain things that led to this whole departure for Hickman because he had plans to put the Xbox in the digital space, but then COVID stopped, and COVID stopped hurting the comic book industry, and things went back in order. So that led to the Three Worlds, Three Moons project he's doing on with Substack. But this is where things got interesting. Hickman had this, this three act plan. That means he had an ending in Vision. Which, I, if I had to guess, he had a plan that would eventually leave the Krakoa era. Or leave in a position where everything's ended, but they can still go with the Krakoa era and move forward with their own visions. Hickman, however, told, told them all up front, yes, this era will end. Or it will be in a point where you could do whatever you want after I finish this story. But, this is the problem that Marvel got. Okay, how do I put this, um, how do I put this more delicately? Remember in WWE, if those who watch professional wrestling, because when I think of comic books and wrestling, I think of shared universe concepts because that's how I see things. Remember if you've heard the stories about Ryan Ward, who was the lead writer of SmackDown during the second brand extension era, and Paul Heyman during his first brand extension as the lead writer. For WWE, you were doing too much of a good job, so you would be booted from the thing, and then we would and then we would sabotage the product just to make the other show look better. Because that was the idea. Raw was number one, SmackDown was number two. It can't be bigger than the big show, than the A show. Smackdown will always be, quote, the B show. Therefore, anything that made it good, anything that was working right. We can't have that. that. That goes against our initiative of audience of one, Which is a contradiction on everything that says Vince loves competition. Because he clearly doesn't or else he wouldn't have screwed people over. Paul Heyman would have still been running Smackdown until he got to his endgame. And then Ryan Ward would have probably still been writing Smackdown to his end game until they wanted to change things up. But instead WWE operates with, you're doing too much of a good job? Well F you. Marvel, however, operates the other extreme on this, when a writer presents stuff that is just way so good. Higman said this, However, I also knew that I was cooking with dynamite. It was very possible what I had written in House of X and the ideas contained within was not actually the first act of our three act story, but something that resonated more deeply and worked more like a giant sized X-Men, where would represent a paradigm shift in the entire X-Men line for a prolonged period of time. So during the pandemic, when the time came for me to start pointing th- things towards writing the second act it. I asked everyone if they were ready for me to do it, and to a man, and everyone wanted to stay in the first act. It was really interesting, because I appreciated that House of X resonated with them to the extent that they did want it to end, but the reality was that I knew I would be leaving the line early. So yeah. I don't know if Ten of Swords was Hickman's original envision. I think it was, but then they expanded it because 15 issues was the original plan, then they expanded it to 22, which was a little bit of a, "Mm," kind of thing. You could have had high ends, but not really connect with the overall story and still make it 22 chapters. But uh, yeah, moving on from that. But like, this is the thing that that Marvel did. They went the opposite extreme, where we like this idea, we don't want to leave it. It's too much, it's too good, it makes us a lot of money. So, yeah, Hickman came in with the idea that he had a three-act plan, how this would all come to an end, and Marvel liked the first act so much they didn't want to leave the first act. So you're kind of in this weird position where now you, where now it's like, how do we do this now? Because Hickman was the leader. He was the captain of the ship, and the crew just basically overthrew him. Except there's no leader now. So, this leads to this question I had with how this was originally presented was ten of swords and the hellfire gala part of the three act structure plan i think ten of swords was but they might have changed some stuff up just to keep things up for the next chapter in this whole event hellfire gala i look at it now i'm starting to think while i had fun with the event i honestly think it wasn't hickman's plan now, the Scarlet Witch being killed off, that's a different topic altogether. Like, they had said ideas out there, but now it's like. What do we do with this route? I'm kind of curious to know what they mean. And he's not really. I don't know if he's mad exactly. Like, we're just getting text out of this. I don't know if he was mad. But he did say that he appreciated that the House of X stuff resonated with them so strongly to the extent they didn't want this era to end. But he knew. has to be one or the other marvel put hickman in basically a position where you have to choose do you stay and work on something that you know can't end because marvel management decided no we don't want it to end or and then probably take a much longer period of time to convince them we i can end this era or leave marvel had put put this idea one or the other has to go. if there is no no Krakoa era Krakoa era staying around for like another 20 years or so. if Marvel does keep that kind of status quo up, then there can't be then there can't be a Hickman. If there's a job in Hickman, then they have to end the Krakoa era eventually with him if that was the original plan. So yeah Th- this is the thing that bugged me a little bit when I heard this. I I get Marvel's viewpoint, they want to make money out of this, and this was a big sell for them, the Krakoa era, this new different direction for the X-Men, instead of being the same Winchester school, or broken Winchester school, or divided X-Men line, or the oversimplification of them, or the derailing of their momentum, because Fox on the right, so yeah, they wanted to do the Separatist Nation idea, uh, that made X-Men more like villains to an extent with how he was writing Xavier and Magneto because how they dismayed them made them look more either villainous or militaristic. And now it's like... It did seem like they were going a route that probably teased Krakoa going to war with Wakanda and or Atlantis. I definitely think that was one of the big events planned. Hickman writing an event where he had a war with with Wakanda and, and Atlantis because Krakoa has issues with them. Namor doesn't want to join with Krakoa. He still believes he's superior to all because Namor is an asshole at times. To the extent of extremely killing planets and even admitting that while he was wrong he would do it again. And Wakanda has kind of this idea that hey, we're Wakanda. We're, we, we can do better. We, we are perfectly alright where we are. So, yeah, they didn't care, and they didn't really care about the resources they were getting, they could have gotten from Wakanda, but not recognizing them as a sovereign state was probably a, that might come back to bite them. So, yeah, I do kind of get what Hickman was trying to go for, and I get what Marvel was trying to do. But now it looked like what could have been a three year, three event plan now could have likely been stretched out for nine years, and he would have to do two, three years worth of first act one, three years of act two, and three years of act three just to end the story. And Hickman probably didn't want to stay around for that and wanted to do more original work, but he is said to still be sticking around with the Marvel stuff and might come back. So he could still get his way. He's still sticking around with Marvel, which does surprise me. I get the feeling. He did say that after X Men back in 2019, he said after X Men, I don't think there's anything left for me to do with Marvel. All the good, all the dream projects I have left are in DC Comics. And remember, he was pitched at one point to write Justice League or Legion of Legion of Heroes at one point, and he clearly had a plan for them in mind if if they hired him, which I would have loved to have seen. Um, I hope we still get that one day, but. It does feel like, it feels like the writers and the Marvel team went ahead and was like, this era is just so good. We don't want it to end. Except, you will end it. You ended Genosha. You ended the mutant reign during Decimation. What makes you think Krakow is going to stick around forever? It can't. So, remember how New X-Men started? We blow up the- let's blow up Genosha! What's to stop another rider saying, let's destroy Kakoa. Except then it would be really insulting for people because they weren't giving the ending they were initially promised. Hickman had probably a different idea and it wasn't the idea that the next writer who takes over the X-Men line will have. He'll just blow up Kakoa and kill everyone! And we can start fresh! Or, you know, we could just kill more Metagra and then restart the timeline. Because that's how reincarnation works, it seems, in that universe. But yeah, it's it, it looks to me like a bad situation all around, I feel. It, like, if I was the writer, I, I if I was the head lead of all this and I was like, Look, I don't have a full-fledged pen. Like, I respect that you guys like this, but we need to eventually have... Like, we can't really make this era last forever or extended a period of time. We killed Genosha, and it didn't get the ending it should, should have really gotten. It just sort of... Let's start the issue off with a shocker. And then Bendis comes in and says, Let's end everything that Grant Morrison built up and decimate the entire human species. And that was even even shorter. I think, you know, so it was around since the 90s? But yeah. And Hickman had to build off those two ideas to keep the, to, to tie in with the House of Ten and House, House of X and Powers of Ten event. I don't know what they're gonna do now with Krakoa's Nation State. They could probably end it in next year if, if Marvel went that route, it says they're gonna do a weekly comic series with it to end the series to, and all events, like I said, this I, I honestly, for my money's sake, I, I honestly, if they if they end the entire line after Inferno's done, I'll be I'll be freaking grateful because I could now no longer have Marvel stuff, have a huge amount of Xbox in my collection. I just have to fight for a few more months, which could probably kill me. But still, oh man, I'm crazy. But yeah. I would have loved to see how Hickman got his way. If Hickman got his way and had this whole thing planned out, like it's not like as hostile it seems as his original ending with Marvel, where he had the Secret War stuff, and he gave, and they promised him, okay, we won't do any launches. We'll do a bunch of tie-ins with uh, one-shots to do with the Bow World stuff, but we will not continue everything post Secret Wars until you finish and there were issues and then marvel did it anyways and that soured the relationship between the two and yeah it, it didn't look good so they were like oh fuck. so when dc comics came in and offered hickman a position at their company during the rebirth initiative then marvel got down on their knees and were like please please come back we'll give you anything you want anything you want x-men okay but disney can you buy the rights back we'll buy the company okay you can have x-men i think that's how the meeting went <laughs> but yeah I, I don't know what he's gonna do next to top his x-men line or his other stuff he's done the power i don't even know what he could really do like if you say he could do spider-man i'm mean, like he kind of already did with the fan- fantastic four run which which is kind of depressing when the best written Spider-Man since J. Michael Sosinski, except for certain stories, is with the guy who's writing him that's not even his flagship title. That like That's what I keep hearing from people. Like, Hickman wrote the best Spider-Man story, and it wasn't even in a Spider-Man story. Yeah, that's kind of depressing when you think about it. Like, he always wrote Spider-Man in Fantastic Four, Future Foundation... And, sure enough, he also wrote Spider-Man in Avengers. Yeah, do you not see the problem that it seems Spider-Man can be better written by someone who's not the main star of the writing book? Yeah, that, that's kind of saying something. But but, but that's just what I hear. I, I, I don't know much. I don't know what was going on with Spider-Man at the time other than the Mephisto stuff. But, yeah. So... Yeah, bad situation it seems for me because I really would have loved to see what Hickman's original vision was. We'll have to see what the other writers who's going to take the lead after this. I don't know if Hickman's sticking around as the head of X or he's just like the head editor of of the line of how the story would go. But yeah, we're gonna to have to see how this goes. So good luck to you, man, Hickman. I'm looking forward to Three Worlds, Three Moons, Three Worlds book. Down Substack, so get ready for that, everybody. Anyways, this was Neo Reality Collective signing out, everyone, and take care. Be sure to donate to the brand and keep up to date with additional content on YouTube channels such as Neo Reality Entertainment, NRE The Wrestleverse, and NRE Pop Culture Omniversa.